Good morning, everybody. Morning. Um, unfortunately, Pastor Jen Brown is not feeling good today under the weather. And uh, the original Jen, my Jen, was supposed to run the service. Uh, and this morning, she also came down with a migraine headache. So I'm the one leading you today. So if things stumble or things aren't perfect, worship doesn't need to be perfect, but just bear with me. <laughs> Uh, so good morning, uh, and uh, we just have a few announcements to go through, and I have a lot of people that want to actually tell you about announcements instead of me doing it, so I'm just going to round down the list. Uh, first of all, we have Pat Blackmore. Do you want to come up and tell us what's going on? Thank you, Adam, and thank you for being willing to take this on at the last minute. Uh, it's very much appreciated. Um, as you know, uh, on the 26th, we are having our annual meeting. Uh, we look forward to seeing everybody at it. We will be having a slightly shortened church service and then roll into the annual meeting and then finish off with a pizza lunch sponsored by Stewardship. One of the things that we will need to vote on this year is a redraft of our Constitution. And so uh, sometime this week, we will have the Constitution online. By next Sunday, we'll have a few copies at the back for you to peruse. It's several pages, so if you're interested in it, you will want to take a look at it before the meeting. It has um, gone through all our committees, and it has also been voted on by the board, so is ready uh, to be voted on by the, con the uh, congregation, and that's what we'll do on the 26th. So thank you for, for taking the time to take a look at it. and. Um, We'll talk about it more on the 26th. Thanks, Adam. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Pat. And I'll just take this moment right now to mention that our Winterlude concert is still coming up as well, too, featuring Yuki and Christina Edwards and Adrian Little, one piano, six hands, February 18th, here at the church in the sanctuary at 7.30 p.m. Now, tickets are $20 at the door or 15 in advance. And the advance tickets are going fast. Uh, we actually had tickets, Jen and I, and they're sold out. We sold all our, of our tickets. Um, but Willie over here, if you wanted to see Willie Wilson, she's got some tickets left too. Um, okay, then uh, George, did you want to come up and George has an announcement for us as well. Good morning, everybody. Can you hear me? All right. Okay, so back just before the pandemic hit, we had talked about bulletin sponsorship. And I remember signing the sheet, picking a date and signing the sheet and putting what it was for, and, and then bang, we, we got slapped with COVID. So we're gonna start it up again. Um, it's actually quite simple. I have a sign-up sheet here. You can pick a date that you would like to put something in there. It can be an anniversary, a birthday, uh, in memoriam. It can be National Hot Dog Day, if you will. And if you go on the internet and you can find a list of all of these different things, that people have decided that that would be a day to, to put on there. And the, the thing about it is, you're not restricted to one day. So in other words, Don and I are kicking this off and we're gonna have ours in there 
for next week, and it'll be happy Valentine's Day. Okay, if somebody else wants to put one in next week, by all means, do that. You, you can sign up here, you can call the office um, and give Laurel the details and she'll make sure that it gets shown somewhere in the bulletin or in the announcements. Uh, the information will be there. So uh, have fun with it. We don't need to, uh, it doesn't have to be serious. Like I said, National Hot Dog Day, it can be, you know, play, play. that's right, exactly. Yes, the Leafs win the Stanley Cup. They're going to beat Colorado for that one. So. Yeah, it, the, the cost is $20. Okay, and like I said, you, you can do it as many times as you want if you have several different occasions you want to put in there or if you just want to throw something in just for a laugh. You know, let's have some fun with it. And, uh, and it goes for a good cause. It's going to support the, the work that we do here at the church. Okay, thank you. I wonder if there's a national uh, Hawaiian pizza day. Maybe I could do that. <laughs> Is there a pizza day? Maybe I'll just make it national Hawaiian pizza day. Um, okay, then we also have Sally Corman. You have an announcement as well? Please, Sally. Thank you. Good morning. Um, a few things. Um, one, we have um, tomorrow I'm doing a card workshop. Susan Schlorf is leading the group. And we have one opening that has uh, become available. So if anyone has decided that thinks, cheapers, that's something I'd like to make. You get to make these beautiful valentines. Um, it's a lot of fun in the afternoon. It's from 12.30 till 3.30. So give me a shout after church. Come and see me if you would be interested in taking that spot. Um, also, I will be selling little Valentine treats for Won't You Be My Valentine in the CE Hall. And they're really cute, and they would be great for giving one of our seniors in the community, um, make them feel special and loved and thought of uh, this Valentine's coming up. So they're $5. You can see me in the CE Hall after. Also, we have a very special day for one of our members this week on February the 9th not the sixth. Um, Betty Duncan will be celebrating her 99th birthday. So if you're watching, Betty, happy birthday. Okay, since I'm leaving, leading the service, I can do this. So Betty's 99, that's amazing, Betty. And if you are watching at home, let's sing Betty happy. Can we do that? Can we sing Betty happy? Thank you, all right. everybody and Betty we hope you're having time to celebrate with your friends and family wherever you are today oh, and on your birthday of course uh, then a couple of more announcements we are a busy church uh, Lynn Bullion, you have an announcement good morning uh, full disclosure 
I am a stand-in this morning also. <laughs> uh, if Beth was here, she would very likely have her ukulele and have come up with a little tune for you, but I'm not Beth and I won't sing to you, I promise. Then I remembered a poem that popped up on my messages on Thursday, read like this. Please save the date on March the 3rd. We're having pancakes, haven't you heard? And sausages too, maple syrup, not honey. So bring your appetite, help us raise some money. Author unknown. However, that doesn't really work because it's not March the 3rd, it's February 19th. And you try and find a rhyme for 19th. So I decided I would just stick to the facts. On behalf of the Craft Plus Club group, I'm inviting all of you, all of you, to join us after this service on Sunday, February 19th for some mouth-watering pancakes, sizzling sausages, dessert and beverages, all for the low cost of $12 per adult. All preschoolers and school-age children eat free. See you there. Lynn, I'll, I'll bring $24. I might eat for two people. <laughs> and Heather, I haven't forgotten. Yeah. No, go ahead. You have an announcement, right? Yeah, come on. Good morning. Um, just really quickly, uh, I'm planning a, a children's activity day on Sunday, the 12th of February, in the afternoon from 4 to 5.30. So we're going to bake cookies and decorate them, and we're going to make fun Valentine's-y things. And uh, we might even try the, the hand chimes, so um, do some, some music games and things like that. So just so you know, uh, that'll be in the CE Hall. Um, also, just since I have the microphone, I just want to let you know that the introit here is the the words are printed for you, um, but it's a song that we've never done before. So my my vision was actually for the choir to to sing it for you, and you can listen to it, and then uh, in maybe next week or the week after, we can we can all join in. But if you know it, sing along. That's fine. Um, so just so you know, if you if you see the words, you don't have to sing because <laughs> it's new. Um, okay, I think that's it. Thank you. Sure. I had like if I see this here, I got gathering music and then announcements, then intro. Okay, I didn't do it backwards. I thought it was intro. Then no, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, so we'll have our intro to gather us in by Marty Hagen.
That is beautiful. That, I like that. Uh, yeah, as you can see, we are a very busy church. Um, and now we'll have our, our acknowledgement of the traditional territory. And we recognize that we are on tra traditional territory of the Ottawa, Mississauga, and then Anishinaabe First Nations and the Métis people. And that we are all people of Treaty 45 and a half. May we continue to work in the right relations with our Indigenous neighbours and speak up and speak out against systemic racism and colonialism. And I know you guys just sang, but now we're going to go <laughs> to the opening hymn, gathering hymn. Uh, More Voices, number 51, Yahweh Be Praised. I didn't get a chance to see who was doing the tambourine, but I know Jen's watching, my Jen's watching at home, and she would appreciate the tambourine being played. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and now we'll share the peace of Christ. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn will break upon us, shining into the darkness and the shadow of death, guiding our feet into the way of peace. Let us take a moment and extend the sign of Christ's peace to one another. Please get up and in, turn to your neighbors and say, Good morning. Peace of Christ be with you. Mm -hmm. I snuck up to light the Christ candle. You were all doing that. Ha ha ha. <laughs>
And may the peace of Christ be with you. And then we have our responsive hymn to the uh, lighting of the Christ candle. In Christ alone, verses 1, 2, and 3. Just one and two? Okay. Oh. Oh, just one and two. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, choir, and thank you. And our opening prayer. God light, we gather this morning on our way from something and on our way to something, but here we stop. We stop to rest, to turn our attention to all that is holy. We stop to gather in community, held and loved, to worship together. We stop to give praise, to sing, and to pray to give and to receive, to experience your spirit moving among us. Blessed be. We ask all this in the name of your son, Jesus, who taught people how to love you and showed us how much you love us and sang together the words he taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And now we get a very special treat. I love that we have hand chimes. They're so amazing. I'm just going to chat for a bit while you guys get set up. <laughs> the adult hand chimes are coming out to play, and they're doing, oh, what a lovely evening. And as Heather mentioned while they're getting set up, if you are watching at home or here in the sanctuary, and you are interested, and you're from the ages of 6 to 99 or 102, <laughs> you're welcome to come on Thursday nights. Uh, what time does it start, Heather, Heather the hand chimes? 6.30. Yeah, adults is 6 to 30, and the kids are earlier, right? Kids are 
Yeah, kids and youth are 3.45. So what a wonderful way to spend your Thursday if you, uh, you know, come over for the kids' ones right after school and have some dinner and come back for the adult ones. But uh, I'm sure they would love new members, but these are wonderful to have. So, oh, what a lovely evening by the Adult Hand Chime Ensemble. Thank you, guys. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Again, Thursday night, Thursday evenings, 3.45 for the children and 6.30 p.m. for the adults if you're interested in doing the hand chimes. Um, and at this time now, just maybe let them finish cleaning up, we're going to do children's time. So if any children are out there and would like to join me at the front, don't leave me alone up here. <laughs> you can sit in the front pews. Oh, thank you, Heather. It's right up there, guys. Or right with Heather. Right there. Perfectly fine. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so just as Jen does, we're going to check in. How, how was your guys' week? Was it, was it good? Was it so-so? Was it, eh? It was good? I'm going to be honest. I had a very, you were so-so? I'm so-so, too. I had a very busy time at work. Uh, lots of long hours for me, so not a lot of sleep. Uh, so I'm going to give it a so-so as well, but I'm hoping today I can turn it into a good. And I, I have a secret. I don't know if Bill wants to show this on camera, but I got a bit of a secret. I got somebody helping me out, along with all of you, helping me out today. Captain America. <laughs> Put the shield on, I feel good, right? <laughs> We're going to talk about letting your light shine. So that's kind of how I was letting my light shine, um, helping out today at the service. How do you guys let your light shine? How do you think you'd let your, do you help your mom and dad out at home? No? Oh, well, at least I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> no? What about at school? Do you help out classmates? Yeah? That's the way you can let your light shine. Maybe. <laughs> I can let my light shine by something as simple as holding a door for somebody as they come in. That's one way to let your light shine. So think about all the things that you have let your light shine and remember to let your light always shine and help out other people 
in your life, as it's something as simple as just getting dressed in the morning without being asked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so remember, we're doing that check-in, so I'm glad you're doing good today, and remember, I'm going to do this and go to that today, so, and keep letting your light shine. Okay, so we're going to do a children's prayer. So everybody do that big clap together, all of us. Hey, that was pretty cool. <laughs> I don't even practice that. And then uh, just repeat after me. Dear God, thank you for placing your light inside of me. I promise to be a light for others. Showing kindness, compassion, and love. On days when my light feels a little low, I promise to ask for help. And we all say, because you don't really need to repeat that part, Amen. Amen. Uh, and, Heather, you're going to help me out, right? going to sing the chorus. If you guys want to, do you guys know This Little Light of Mine? Do you know that song? No. Well, you're going to learn it right now. Do you <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to yeah, you don't have to perform. You can just stay there. Okay. So everybody else, if you know This Little Light of Mine, join in with us. Just the chorus. Let you start there, Heather. It's okay. Our mission story this week is entitled Fighting Racism at Home and Abroad, Adele Halliday's Work. When was the first time you became aware of discrimination or oppression? Adele Halliday, the United Church Anti-Racism Equity Lead, says that parts of her work focus on racial discrimination 
and she encounters many people across the church who are surprised by the ongoing systemic racism in church and society. I grew up as a racialized person and in a multi-racial context, so this always surprises me. There's almost a kind of initial moment of realization, she says. In my work, what I encourage people to do is move beyond that moment of realization, asking, so what does that mean for you in your life? If you're a person who's benefited from racism, now what? What's your next action? What does it mean for your life in the church and society as a person, as an individual, as a family member? Racialized people are among the people who have felt the negative effects of racism. It can take many forms, but all are harmful. And even worse, racism still exists in Canada and in the United Church today. Your gifts to mission and service support educational initiatives, programs, and partners that work hard to dismantle racism. One of these programs is the 40 Days of Engagement on Anti-Racism, which tackles topics like in, internalized racism, systemic racism, and anti-Indigenous and black, anti-black racism. While the program was designed for the United Church of Canada, Halliday says the impact is global. I have gotten messages from people in other denominations and in other parts of the world, like the United Kingdom, Australia, and the United States, who are excited about the program and who want to use it, she says. There are people who are hurting because of racial injustice and racial trauma, says Halliday. The work that we're doing helps to move collectively towards healing as a church and beyond. And our scripture this morning comes from Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 to 20. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter, will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, Whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them 
will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Here endeth the reading for today. Thank you very much, Lynn. Um, and the two readings there, they really touched me with, uh, about anti-racism. And uh, we do have a mission statement at Grace United Church. And I know it's on the wall to my left here, but if for if anybody that hasn't seen it when they're in the sanctuary or doesn't know it at home, I think it really touches um, Adele Halliday's work. So I'm just going to look to my left and read it so I don't get it wrong. <laughs> Bear with me. So our Grace United mission statement is, Grace United Church strives to be a place where all people of every age, race, culture, differing ability, economic circumstance, family configurations, ethnic backgrounds, genders, gender identity, and sexual orientation are welcome to seek fellowship and participate in all aspects of life and work of our ministry. We celebrate the richness of the diverse Christian community called by God to live out the message of love shown by Jesus Christ. And we believe that the diversity makes us stronger and better equipped to do God's work in the world. And I think if we lived that message, and we do all the time, that would really help towards, um, you know, uh, helping to limit racism uh, in our community and in our world. Uh, as we mentioned off the top, Pastor Jen Brown isn't here today. She's a little under the weather. Um, but she did write a sermon for us, so I don't have to, well, write my own sermon, which was nice. <laughs> but uh, Pastor Jen Brown's message is Shine Your Light. And she wants to start with an excerpt from an essay in the book Salt and Light, Living the Sermon on the Mount by Ebert, Ebert Arnold. Light is the characteristic of the people of Jesus in its total brightness and warmth. The old life, consumed, turns into life-giving strength. Shameful things can, only, can live only in the dark. Brightness leads to clarity and frankness, simplicity and purity, genuineness and truth. Where Jesus' influence makes people real, their life becomes genuine and pure. It shines into the darkness of the world around, unmasking everything that is spurious and untrue, everything that tries to hide. The light Jesus kindles is never exhausted in making a situation clear. And I'll just continue with Jen's sermon. Cold light has no part in the kingdom of God. Intelligent recognitions, systematic clarity of thought, and sharp discernment. This is not what Jesus is talking about. We cannot try to think as God might through our power of reason. What matters is to live in and from God's heart. Like the sun, quickening warmth belongs to the brightness of his being. The light he gives creates community and draws people together in joy. With love flowing from the depths of their souls to finding expression in constructive deeds, deeds that build up and never destroy. Sunlight sparkles with life and generates life on the earth making it germinate and bear fruit everywhere. Those who live in the light belong to the life and find their way in the sunlight. Night is dead because it is cold and dark. Yet even in the life of light and the sun, there is dying. Because our life moves between day and night, we can gain the life of resurrection only by dying. No light can radiate brightness and warmth without consuming itself. 
the greatest man in the giving light suffered this most violently. The light of the world went forth from the cross of Jesus. Those who experienced the world's suffering and guilt with the crucified Christ and their own sin and forgiveness are able to serve the world with the light and strength of the risen Lord. For after the Christ rose from the grave, he sent his disciples to bear his light to the ends of the earth. Christ consumed the old rotten life to lead us who are crucified with him into a radiant life of resurrection. For there is only one who is the light of the world and who shines on all who come into this world. He himself was all light. He was not entangled in the untruthfulness or impurity, lovelessness or greed. It is an illusion to push the false light of our own life into the foreground, trying to shine without being consumed in Christ. No human being can teach us what light is. To give oneself as the sun gives itself to earth can never be our own doing. Even the sun directs our gaze away from itself and to the life of illuminated by it. We speak of sun when we see the hills, the woods, the fields glowing in the light. A city on the hill shines for all to see, but no one would notice it unless the sun shone on it. Where the sun casts light and warmth, life is awakened and becomes an organic union of individual living beings. Where there is life, there is fellowship. Just as light on a candlestick gathers in the household, so the city on the hill is a shining image of community on organic unity and its economy and management, community of work and faith and joy. The towers of a city of the, on the hill can be seen far and wide, signs of civic freedom, tokens of the city communality, and the symbols of the fellowship and faith. Such a city is not built to be hidden, to have isolated itself, life for itself, its open gates show the joy of hearts to open to everyone. There is nothing hidden about Jesus. He wants nothing furtive. His light is all-inclusive life force that affects all relationships in life. In the same way, the sun shines upon the just and the unjust. God does good to the enemy and friend alike. There, he is there for everyone and everything. The task of his salt and his light, the task of the city on the hill, is to serve all. Not a single area of life should remain unaffected by his salt and this light. There is no responsibility in public life, including economics and politics, from which the city on the hill may remain aloof. Nowhere should the poison of decay be allowed to set in without being counteracted by salt no wickedness must be allowed to lurk in the dark. The light must scare away the horrors of the night. The icy, deadly breath of hate or coldlessness of heart cannot take full possession of this earth so long as the warm love of Christ, Christ's light, is not taken from it. The secret of the salt and the radiating light lies in the unadulterated truthfulness and clarity God's city on the hill has had a concern and responsibility for all aspects of life and for all people in the most distant of places. 
This responsibility, however, is quite different from that borne by the people themselves. The city on a hill has a freedom, an essential quality of fellowship, which it cannot forfeit to any kingdom of this world. Any government or any church or any political party or any organization of this age. It serves the whole of life without letting itself be enslaved. It fights all suffering and injustice without succumbing to the suffering and becoming unjust itself. It has to remain salt and light, for the seed of the future age lies hidden in it. Thank you, Pastor Jen, for those words. Uh, and then we do have a reflective hymn video, Be a Light by Thomas Rhett with the Rise Up Children's Choir. And uh, Nathan has it on the PowerPoint. I think that song has a really good message if you 
watched the news for the past number of years, there's a lot of bad and hurtful things happening in the world, but you can be a light. It can start as simple as opening a door or paying for the drive through at the Tim Hortons for the person behind you. Something small can grow to something big. And now we'll have our offering. Uh, let us gather our gifts together and offer them to God in gratitude and praise. This morning's offering will now be received. I'm not as good as Jen. I don't have the prayer memorized right off the top of my head. <laughs> Almighty God, who made us who we are, we offer all ourselves to you. Take our talents, our energy, and our joy, and use us to share your love. Take our mistakes, our regret, regrets, and our pain, and use us to bring your healing. Magnify the gifts we offer before you today to spread your peace in the world. Amen. You may be seated. Jen's going to have to be careful. I like this power. I can just tell you all to sit down. <laughs> and the prayers of the people. Please pray, pray with me. Perfect light of revelation, as you shone in the life of Jesus, whose epiphany we celebrate. So shine in us and through us that we may become beacons of truth and compassion, enlightening all creation with the deeds of justice and mercy. God light, when, you come, when we come to you in a time of coldness and darkness, looking for warmth and light, there are those whose homes are physically freezing and those whose lives are spiritually chilly. We know that we can help warm people's homes. We also know you can warm people's lives. We pray that there will be no more gloom for those who were in anguish. We pray that you lift away people's burdens. We pray that you remove the things that oppress from people's lives. We pray you give the courage to those who fear. We take a moment now to offer up any silent prayers of our hearts 
knowing you are a God who listens. Lord, your light calls us forth to follow and to serve you. Your light still shines for all to see in this world. May we continue to reflect your light in our lives, in our service, and in our words, and in our deeds. We ask all of this in the name of your Son, Jesus, our beacon, our hope, and the light of our world. Amen. And now we'll have our closing hymn from Voices United, number 87. I love this hymn. I am the light of the world. And what a fitting way after we've had all our messages of being a light to finish with this hymn.
Thank you, choir. Thank you for all your wonderful singing this morning, and it's lovely to hear you and to hear the tambourine out again. <laughs> and Yuki, thank you as well for all your playing this morning, too, and, and the hand chimes as well, too. They were wonderful. Uh, thank you to Don, who's up on running the live stream right now, and Bill on camera, and Larry making sure I sound really good and all of us sound really good. Uh, to the two Jens, Pastor Jen for writing and Jen for well, wanting to help out as well too, and I hope you're both feeling better. Uh, George and Lynn and Catherine, and I'm probably forgetting, uh, George, Lynn and Catherine for ushering as well too. Thank you very much. Jerry as well too, thank you. And thank you all of you for bearing with me <laughs> as I help to lead the service. And you know, this didn't feel too bad. Maybe I'll have to do this again next month. <laughs> uh, so thank you all. And the benediction. May you leave our time together nourished, strengthened, and loved, for Christ is with you and within you. May you leave our time together knowing that you are blessed with God's love, blessed with Christ's friendship, blessed with the Spirit's energy, blessed to be a part of the worldwide faith community, to live in life which you have always been called to, this day, this night, and always. Amen. And then we'll have our closing benediction hymn, Voices United 964, Go Now in, in Peace.
Including all the 